Welcome to Her Fantasy Football, where the three of us sisters just love talking about men that play fantasy football, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to check us out at HerFantasyFootball.com and on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. We're also on ESPNW and on Facebook backslash HerFantasyFootball. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. And the only men we will not be talking about this week are the Kansas City Chiefs and the New Orleans Saints. They are on by. Get them out of your lineup. Out. Gone. Adios, amigos. Until next Hopefully, week. Hopefully uh, Jimmy Graham can... repairs himself over the bye. Here's hoping. <laughs> please. Yeah. Please. That would... That, this much needed. But we're going to give you hopefully yeah. some um, options for you to pick up and play instead of him. So we will see. We're just going to hop right into it this week. we got a lot to cover. Um, Thursday night, the curse of the Thursday night. India, um, Indianapolis Colts 3-2 and two at the Houston Texans 3-2. and two. All right. 3-2. and two. Not bad. This might be a good matchup. Probably not because no. it's Thursday night. So no. it's probably going to be a blowout. No. Terrible. My bet's on the Colts. My butts are on the Colts. Being blown out? You think the Colts are going to get blown out? Doing the blowing out. No, no, doing the blowout. No, no. Oh. I, I, no I'm guessing <laughs> Houston's going to go up in flames. And, and te- All Texans of us like, have this rage. Lighting like, the what? matches. Okay. No, no. Oh, my gosh. Please. <laughs> I hope I didn't just drink some. Knock on wood. Play him if you got him. Uh, Andrew Luck. Hello. Luck's worst game, in his worst game, he still got you almost 19 points. So if that tells you anything, you're gonna you're gonna play him. And he rushed for a touchdown last week. Love you. Must start. He's a little rusher. I know. It's so crazy because he doesn't look that way, but he is. No. He is. He's nimble on his feet. And I figured out the neck beard, by the way. Watching Notting Hill last last night. Not only does his flatmate have a neck beard, but so does his coworker in the bookstore. Um, and I was like, man, Andrew Luck was meant to be in this movie. Anyways. So Maybe I, he was British so in a former life. Maybe so. Maybe so. He could have just slipped him in. Um, and Ahmad Bradshaw, we're going to play him. Dwayne Allen, tight end for Jimmy Graham. You guys want to pick him up and play him. He's doing fantastic. He's doing great. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, he's a tight end numbers. I mean, it's not like he's getting 30 points every game, but I'm into him. I like him. We have him ranked ninth. Um, it's interesting you just said that, though, because is anyone getting 30 points every game except for Andrew Luck? Oh, my gosh. I know, right? It's bananas this year. It's a weird yeah. year. I don't feel like anyone – because I kept going through my write-ups, and I thought – you know, this guy just has off and on, off and on, off and on. And I have to say almost every single player has been off and on. It is yeah. mediocrity to its finest here in the 2014 NFL season. It is bananas. <laughs> Either you are now officially a boom or bust player, or we are completely satisfied with you just getting us 10 points. It's one or the other. Oh, yeah. So, We're all oh, settling. Yeah, yeah, it's, oh, yeah. It's amazing. It's, it's, really, it's really bad. Um, Adam Vinatieri, you're going to start him as well. Sounds stupid, but the Colts, you know, did I even say that? Because we all know Vinatieri's the man. 
under gut calls. This is this is where I get to my boomer bust mediocrity kind of situation here. We got Reggie Wayne and T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. Although I can't help but rank them high because they play for the Colts and they have Andrew Luck throwing the yeah. ball. But, you know, they're just not cutting it. Hilton has yet to have a touchdown this year and has only had over 100 yards once. Wayne has had one touchdown and is only game in double digits. I mean, that's just, it's crazy. And they're both dropping a lot of balls. Yes. And, I mean, also, Luck is throwing the ball all over the place. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't have his guys. Um, he just throws the two overs open. It's kind of like that's just the way the Colts play. It's not. They change up their lineups. It's not that they change up their play game, you know, gameplay you know, depending on who they play against. Plan. Yeah, yeah, plan. It's, they just literally, sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, gameplay. So uh, um, gameplay. Gameplay. Uh, I don't change up my gameplay either. Courtney. Yeah, it's fine. yeah. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> don't switch it up. Why? Why stop now? Uh, um, Versatility is overrated. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So if you, if 70 yards and no touchdown is good enough for you, then play them. And it might be. Because, again, this year it might be. is not the hottest. Uh, and that's also why Trent Richardson's in gut calls, too, because he, too, falls there. Uh, I know. I know. And to be, but Bradshaw's in must plays, right? Yes, must play. Yep. Must play. Because he's been getting double-digit points every week, right? Not every week, but, yeah, I mean, he's doing a good job. You know, and they clearly are picking good Bradshaw enough. over Richardson. Exactly. Good enough. Um, so we're going we're gonna to play him this week. Um, mm-hmm. And for the bench, there's no clear bench players. So I, that's where I am with the Colts. All right. Texans time. It's a nice place. I feel bad. It was like a Texas showdown last week, and they were so close and couldn't pull it out. But yeah, it happens. But we'll see how this game goes. This one could be interesting. My um, play, if you got him, Arian Foster. What a fantastic game he had last week. Oh, my week, God, right? finally. I know, I know. Foster owners were very happy. He was the second highest scoring running back last week. Uh, he had 157 yards and two touchdowns. He had 23 touches. Um, I am a little concerned whether he's going to get the same kind of workload because I, he's just been so injury prone. I'm not sure that they're going to be able to continue to give him 20 plus touches a game and keep him healthy. Yeah, yeah. So I really think you're going to start to see that production come down. So I think this was a great game. I don't want you to get to use the used to 23 points i think he's gonna get you more in that 15 point range which is still great you can't be mad about it uh just kind of set some expectations on that deandre hopkins is also in my must starts um he had his work worst week last week but he still got you six points you know and hopkins still looked really good um you know and it's hard to score when you've got foster got his hands all over the ball the whole time right so the colts actually have a good secondary the second best secondary in the league in fact so it may not be the biggest week from him, but I think he'll still put up some decent numbers. My gut calls, I have yet to talk about kickers in a consistent fashion, but I'm going to talk about Randy Bullock this week. He's the 10th highest scoring kicker thus far this year. And this is a really interesting matchup, mm-hmm. oddly enough. Because when you're looking at a kicker, you actually want to look for one of these tough games. And the Texans are just good enough to get into the red zone, but probably not going to be super good in the, to actually score. So this could be like kicker gold right now. So I'm liking Randy. Andre Johnson, I'm not liking. Randy, Randy. 
I've got a problem with Andre Johnson, and it's called only five points. <laughs> hmm? I've got a problem with this guy. I do. I've got a problem, and his name is Andre. Yeah. Andre. Um, Andre. He's in my gut calls, but he really probably should be on your bench, you in really all should. honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, I put him on my bench. Yeah, I mean, again, he's really only scoring you five points. He's not healthy, and his numbers are completely indicative of that fact. And if you have a remotely decent option, you should play him and until Johnson can, you know, prove to be a little bit healthier. And quite honestly, the Texans should bench him for a week so he can actually get healthy and start producing not only for your fantasy team, but for their actual fan, you know, football franchise. Just a thought, Texans. Roll it over. Yep. Uh, my bench be Texas defense. Um, they're fantastic. They're top defense. But the Colts give up the second fewest points to defenses. So this is not going to be a good week for you. If you watch the Colts at all, you know that they're offense, offense, offense. And if the Texans could only score two points against the Cowboys, that's going to give you an idea of what they might score against the Colts. And then Ryan Fitzpatrick again, you know the deal. He had six interceptions in the last three games. Do you know they're actually calling him Ryan Fitz Pick? No, Ryan Fitz Pick. No, Pat Pat, Pat Pick. Ryan Fitz Pat Pick. I can't even say it. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitz. Ryan Fitz. Do you know what they're calling him? I don't even think you know what they're calling. I him, only actually. need two minutes to explain to you what Fitz they're calling. Fitzpatrick, maybe, maybe Fitzpatrick. It's Fitzpatrick. Yay? Yeah, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay, okay. It's a tongue okay, twister. I figured it out. Yeah, that took a little longer than it should have. But it, yeah, it took a while. I think the Golden Tate should really be a fun one for us later. If this oh. is how I'm already talking in my first write up. Anyway, <laughs> so good. It's Pat Pick. Oh, so good. Um, oh, yeah, he's enough. been 0 3 against the Colts, and you know, so it's, it's done, done Ashley. You lost us at the Fitz Pat Pick. <laughs> it's done. You're benching him. All right, Pittsburgh uh, Steelers 3 and 2 at the Cleveland Browns 2 and 2. Ashley. Woo woo. Browns. I know. This would be a fun one. This is a divisional matchup. Which I'll wait my turn. These rivalries are always really fun. So I'm excited for this game. Cheering for the Browns. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm cheering for the Browns, too, even though I have to cover the Steelers. But Steelers, Le'Veon Bell, <laughs> you might play him if you got him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he looked a little disappointing. If you, you know, is Brandon just do, like, a pelvic thrust move for Le'Veon Bell? Is that what just happened there? No, but I, I, I was just doing the arms, but I realized that probably the full motion would include Yeah, it definitely looked like that. Yeah. It's all right. You can do it. He's, you know. Thanks. I was going to say he hasn't <laughs> been that exciting this week, but Brandon seems excited that she's doing the pelvic thrust for him, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can't complain about 11 points, though, guys. I want to throw that out there. You cannot complain about 11 points. We had some weird freakish weeks where some people went off, but 11 points is he's been consistent for you. Um, and the Browns have give, give up over, you know, around 140 rushing yards to opposing running backs. So Bell should have a really mm-hmm. nice week, especially if he's able to find the end zone, which I think he will. Antonio Brown, this is the first week he did not score you double-digit points. And I don't think you should expect that he's going to throw up another eight-point game for you. The Browns give up the eighth-most points to wide receivers. Um, he's he's going to do great. You know, and on average, if you need some more encouragement, he either has gotten at least 87 yards or a touchdown in every single matchup he's played against the Browns. So he loves playing the Browns. You should love him in your lineup this week. Agreed. Got calls. Heath Miller, again, just because people that owned, you know, Jimmy Graham maybe in a little bit of a pickle this week. I'm not saying Heath Miller's the solution, per se. 
But <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there depending on who's been picked up in your league. Um, he's averaging almost 60 yards per game within the last three games. Um, and he almost caught another touchdown last week. So he would have been double-digit points if that had been the case. Um, so I actually think he won't be that terrible this week. Just, just saying. My bench is Ben Roethlisberger. Um, he didn't have an awful game last week, but nothing fantastic either. It's a divisional, divisional rivalry. Um, so that usually there's a lot of fun energy around that, but you've got better options. And Marcus Wheaton, we've talked 10 million times about how you cannot play him until he starts getting targeted more. So he's out. Out. Boom. Cleveland Browns. So supposedly Johnny Football said something about missing college. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) I just want to point out that I was one of the very few people that said I refuse to talk about Johnny football because I do not talk about backup quarterbacks. And I'm standing by it. This week is going to be a little bit of gloating. I'm preparing everyone now. Well, you're Um, good. Yes. He's in my gut calls, but yes, very well. Um... Play him if you got him as Ben Tate. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, my friend. Hi. He rushed for 123 yards. He did not get in the end zone, but that's a great first game back. And clearly Cleveland meant it when they said it in the preseason, which we kept saying they want to use Ben Tate as a workhorse. So Terrence West and Isaiah Crowell, talent, keep them. Keep them on your bench, but they are not playable anymore until Ben Tate gets hurt again if that happens. So uh, that, that is a thing that's happening. Um, gut calls. Jordan Cameron. If you want to talk about busts of the year, uh, Jordan Cameron is like really right up there with Adrian Peterson. Which, by the way, the Adrian Peterson orgy story is now my new favorite party trick. Um, orgy story? Did, did you I guys miss hear about this? No. Yeah, no, the Star Tribune, supposedly he was investigated for an orgy with his 17-year-old cousin, I think. He had an orgy with a guy, cousin? And he... And he paid for it, supposedly with money from his um, charity. It's a huge Star Tribune story. Like, it's actually like, I'm a, sorry. like in their paper. 17 year old male or yeah. female? Male. Male? And they had four women there. Well, they had four women there. He had sex with his 17 year old no, cousin. Well, no, well, he didn't have sex with no. him, but he well, and the, his nephew well, or cousin had sex with these yeah, women. They weren't like I, touching well, each other. It was they were exchanging ladies. It was I mean, I have not been in an orgy, but I believe usually I everybody's touching everybody, no? I don't. I don't know. I never have been in one. I need to sleep tonight, so I'm not imagining Adrian Peterson with a like a relative. At this you point. know, somebody's gonna do it. make a comment about this one. Oh, I'm too pure. Yeah. I'm too pure. Well, the Star Tribune is really solid about their story. They are 100 percent backing it up. It's very crazy. And I'm from Minnesota, so like the Star Tribune stuff went like right up in my Facebook profile because all my friends were posting it. But anyway, uh, back to Jordan Cameron. So oh, yeah, back to that he, boring guy. He's a disappointment. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, he hasn't been the same since he has a shoulder injury in week one. Uh, but there's a chance he could bounce back because, frankly, um, the Pittsburgh Steelers are the, the worst against tight ends. So if there's a week, if you're really desperate, this is it. a glimmer of hope. But I don't know if it's one I would take. Brian Hoyer got calls. So I've had him got calls before. And I've kinda, I kind of was on this train 
Uh, <laughs> and people left. But now, Monday morning quarterback and all these other sites are like, you know, Brian Hoyer is doing something with minimal targets. So he completed 10 of 24 passes per game. That's kind of meh. But he's only thrown one interception to six touchdowns in four games. When are other publications going to learn to listen to us? <laughs> Especially <laughs> about... <laughs> Probably when we stop talking about orgies with underage kids switches. and using switches. Probably that's when they're going to start listening Touché, to Courtney. us, Touché. Touché. I'm so embarrassed. It's even very up again. <laughs> I, I can't. So he is... Um, he's okay this week against Pittsburgh. Hoyer, but um, Pittsburgh gives up the eighth fewest points to quarterbacks. So, um, but the next few games, he's at Jacksonville, then he hosts Oakland, and then Tampa Bay. So, Can't ask for a much better than that. that. Yeah. Nope. 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 Andrew Hawkins was disappointment. PPR play only. He is averaging. He's never had less than nine targets in a game. So, he still is a guy. Miles Austin touchdown dependent. He scores a touchdown fifty percent of the time. So it is literally a flip of the coin. You only know how desperate you are. Travis Benjamin got two touchdowns last week, but he only caught one pass in each of the – or, I'm sorry, he caught up touchdown. No, let me restart this. You guys, this is a rough week. Rough Hello. I'm doing I fabulous. I don't know. I think that's because we're all – Courtney's the only one drinking. That's probably why she's a coherent one. <laughs> I'm freaking okay. nice. So tea. he caught – really spike it. <laughs> so last week, Travis Benjamin, he caught four passes – for 48 yards and two touchdowns. But the two weeks before, he only caught one pass in each game. Okay? Yep. He's never seen more than four targets in a game, so you can't count on that. And Taylor Gabriel, we didn't even rank him. He's a big play guy. But you should pay attention because he caught three passes two weeks in a row. And one week it went – or I'm sorry, he caught three passes for 81 yards. And then in week four and in week five, he caught four passes for 95 yards. Anyway – I'm a disaster zone. I'm done. But I love the Browns. <laughs> Fancy goodness. On that note, who wasn't a disaster zone last week was the Patriots. Hey, yeah. yo. We got the New England Patriots 3-2 and two at Buffalo Bills 3-2. and two. This is going to be a good game. That was a hate game. Yeah. It, it was. was. It was some hate love making on the Patriots that, side. It totally yeah. was. It was, uh, it was awesome. Although... Not expecting the same this week, but just no. say lovey. Who were starting? Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. Sure. Um, Steven Goskowski. Yeah. He had 21 points last week. What? Double digits in yeah. every game but the disaster in Arrowhead, which, <laughs> you know, Tom Brady made him look bad. It wasn't you, Goskowski. You're great. Um, <laughs> Julian Edelman. So Edelman had yet another game with less than 40 yards and no touchdown. Okay. Ouch. It appears that the defense has figured him out. Or thus far, the mm-hmm. game plan of, um, you know, New England. But he's, Although I think it's because Gronk is getting more touches. Gronk is, right? so well, Gronk is in the game more. Yeah. So every week, Gronk has been increasing his snaps counts, which is great. It's great for him. It's great for the Patriots. It is also going to be good for Edelman. We just need to get ourselves into the groove, and so do the Patriots. Okay? This is just what we need. Um, you know, he is still a great wide receiver, and I think he will, I, you know, I just think he'll have a good game against Buffalo. You know, who, who are better covering tight ends than they are wide receivers. So, with that said, 
gut calls. Um, I have Timothy Wright. You know, hey, good game. They're playing two yeah. tight end sets. That's it's wonderful. Um, I don't like love love of him this week, but if you're desperate, if you're in a you know, if you need somebody, he's not a bad choice. I got Stephen Ridley and Shane Vereen. Now, I didn't draft them because I knew that Belichick is a messed up man who likes to mess with (laughs) fantasy owners. And I really do think that that's his game plan. And now in 2014, it's finally catching up to him. Uh, But it's still catching up with you, Ridley and Vereen fans. So I don't love them. If you have to play them, you're going to play them in a flex position. Um, But they're not going to have a great week this week, is my opinion. Um, New England's defense, we have them ranked 15th. I think I like to have them even, you know, right about 15th. Um, You know, they might have a good game against Buffalo. It might be kind of a low-scoring game, you know. So um, I'm not – I don't – I I don't dislike them. Um, And then on the bench, I do have Tom Brady, you know. I thought for sure there was going to be a press conference before the game last week saying this is going to be my last game. Um, it's been so fun Please. playing with the Patriots. But, no, he came out and did great, and I'm not taking that away from him. But the Buffalo defense is tough against quarterbacks, so not the week to start him. Yeah. Sorry, he's on the bench. Agree. As far as the Buffalo Bills are concerned, actually New England's defense is a lot better against uh, fantasy players than you might think. So I'm not loving anyone really from Buffalo either, except for Fred Jackson. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's questionable because he, he injured his ankle, uh, but he's likely to play, and he's awesome. He caught seven passes last week against the Lions, and he caught seven passes last year against the Patriots. So I'm seeing a trend, and I enjoy it. Uh, yeah, and you know what? He's a solid flex play every week, every week. Sammy Watkins also caught seven passes last week against the Lions. That's pretty great. Awesome. So now that Orton's in, Sammy Watkins is also a wide receiver two, wide receiver three, every single week, a flex play. You can trust him. Um, And New England gives up the third fewest fantasy points to wide receivers, so he's the only wide receiver you can possibly kind of consider on this team. And got calls C.J. Spiller. Every year. He rushed for brutal. eight yards. Way to go. Eight yards to go. last week on ten carries. It's not like he didn't carry the ball. Baller. Right. <laughs> now, it was the Lions. So, you know, we are Lions defense to temper your expectations. Yeah. They are fantastic against the run. But seriously, that low, that's, that's I don't know. Uh, Kyle Orton, listen, he won the game. Yay, yay, yay. He scored 13 fantasy points. It's fine. It is what it is. But he helps everyone else on the team. You don't want to start him. And uh, no one else is really getting it done. So that's about it. And just as a note, Chris Gregg was – remember last, year, last week I said the Lions were the weakest against tight ends, but that's – you know, they don't really have one. Was Chris Gregg was the tight end who caught the touchdown, the one touchdown that was thrown last week um, for the Bills. So he got the touchdown, not Scott Chandler. So if you're someone who is streaming tight ends and you really are that desperate, I, wouldn't, I, would, I would keep an eye on that. Good call. Nice. Nice. I'll tell you, you shouldn't be desperate if you own Greg Olson because we got the Carolina Panthers 3-2 and against the Cincinnati Bengals, 3-1. and 
Yay. He was on my bench. I'm really mad. You are not good at fantasy. Oh. You should find well, a I had Rob Gronkowski. Uh, nice no. <laughs> you are not good. I, uh, this is a weird league where I actually have Ron Gronkowski and Greg That's Olson. tough. That's tough. That's okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I can respect okay, that. Okay, Ashley. Yeah. You can have your job back. Okay. Um, we, <laughs> we, were, we were actually posting yeah, it to Craigslist. We it's going to be it was Position Looking available. Sister yeah. slash fantasy yeah. analyst. Nuts. Um, Calvin Benjamin. <laughs> okay, so last week was rough. Okay, we could all. It was yeah. bad. It was the worst game by far. Yeah. Dropping passes, fumbling the ball. You know, it was bad. Uh, yeah. But you know what? It's going to be better. It might yep. not be the best this week, but it's going to get better, you guys. It's Calvin Benjamin. He's a rookie. Give him a little bit of a break. We've all talked about how rookie yeah. run, wide receivers, you know, it's not the easiest And he's been amazing to up to this game. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. So I like him as a wide receiver three this week um, just because Cincinnati has given up the seventh fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. Um Unless you're a patriot. Unless you're a patriot. Um, but I just, I'm, I'm still playing him. I have him in, in a lot of my links, and I'm playing him. So I'm just throwing that out there. Great yeah. wide receiver three flex option. Um, Greg Olson, you have him ranked second because he deserves it. Uh, yep. Enough said. Gut calls Carolina's defense. We have him ranked 14th. They're a little boom and bust this year, right? It's yeah. kind of stinky. And against Cincinnati Bengals, unless this is a very low-scoring game, uh, it, might be a tough, it might be a tough catch this week. Um, bench warmers, Cam Newton. Oof. He's yet to have a game over 20 fantasy points. He's still not healthy Brutal. enough to rely on him for his running game, and that's kind of a big part of Cam Newton. Um, you know, he had nine yards on six carries. Just not going to cut it for Mr. Newton. Uh, I mean, Newton is the man. I love him. And once he gets healthy, he's going to have be great. He's going to be great. But this is not a good When's matchup. This is not a good matchup. Not for a while. I don't believe. I think maybe week nine. And this is week twelve. Week, week twelve. 12 yeah, rough. Rough. They, need, they, they need to buy the rest of the seriously. Ribs. And it's not so. going to happen. Cincinnati gives up the third fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. So. Over. It's over for Newton in week six. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm on the Cincinnati Bengals here. Play him if you got him. Giovanni Bernard, great matchup for Bernard. Play him. Enough said. EJ Green, injury report. Injury report. Injury report. Uh, so I can't if you're this. a parent, you know that that song comes from some stupid bug. It's like silly. Um, but I always do that. Whenever somebody says injury, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know either. I thought you were a Courtney Williams original. No, no, no. Some bug on some TV oh. show on Sprouts or something does some, some kind of. Um, We've really like done the full report. game here, guys. We've got yeah. Sprouts jingle and switches. Yeah, it's it's you know it is what it is. Um, but AJ yeah. Green was carted off the field today in practice and will be most likely not playing on Sunday. Uh, toe yeah. injury. Bad okay, news. it's a toe injury. Can't he like hop off the field? I mean, does he really need no, to be carted? I know, Turf but toe? you've got one good foot. 
You could hop. I know, but that's, you that's, could that's, grab that's your a balance. Shoulder. You could. I, I'm not saying it's not a. It's not going to affect his game even throughout the rest of the season. I get that. I am talking about being carted off. I mean, he could grab onto a guy oh. and hop off the field. It's practice. Nobody's watching. Give me a break. But whatever. It's well, <laughs> he's their pride of possession. I know, I know. It's not yeah. him. It's he should. Them. He should They're have like, a private move. golf cart on the field yeah. at all times. Yeah. Um, but they probably bubble wrapped him before they even put him in the cart just to ensure. Yeah. Seriously. Well, yeah. they dusted unfortunately it off. for us they fantasy owners who took him early, um, he will most likely not be playing on Sunday. So what are you gonna do? You gotta pick up Mohamed Sanu. If you don't, if Sanu. somebody doesn't already own him, it's Sanu. You were it. That's it. That's all Cincinnati's got. So feel good about playing him. I'm into him. Cincinnati's defense. I'm also starting them. Let's do it, Cincy. I'm into it. Got calls this week. I've got Andy Dalton ranked 12th, and that is the highest Andy Dalton's been ranked this year, I believe. Great matchup, people. Great matchup alert. Carolina gives up the 10th most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Dalton has yet to have the numbers we ha- he had last year. Uh, but on a positive note, he's only had one interception. hey Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I might drop him, yeah, though. Yeah, that's fair. Now that Green's Yeah, out. it's fair. Just putting that out there. Yeah. Yeah. He won't have that deep ball that'll make us all breathe a little easier. Yeah. I you know what I don't know I'm I'm okay with him I might I I think he might make okay. some stuff happen this week I'm into it I'm kind of right. into it um, but you're right I did do that write up before I knew AJ Green was carted off the field so it might be now down to a bench 18th kind of quarterback but we'll see um, you know I got Grisham on the bench but he too might be bumped up a little bit now that AJ's all out. But we're really going to be relying on Giovanni Bernard and Jeremy Hill if we're going to get a victory out of the Bengals this week. We'll see. Jacksonville Jaguars 0-5 at Tennessee Titans 1-4. Fantastic. Jacksonville. (laughs) So here's the deal. I I wish that actually Ashley's write-up went first because I'm not quite sure what the quarterback situation is in Tennessee. The only person you can possibly play, stop yourself. (laughs) Well, there's two. Josh Scobie Kicker. and their defense. Hey, uh, all right. Both of which scored 10 fantasy <laughs> points last week. And if, if Tennessee's a nightmare, there's a possibility that they do something. On the other hand, all of the other offensive players, the highest scorer was Allen Robinson with 5.1 fantasy points. He caught 50, uh, he had 51 yards receiving. That's it. That's the top scorer. So no one's playing if you got him, unless you decide to go this Jacksonville streaming defense thing. Um, Gut calls. Tennessee is kind of a mediocre defense. So technically there probably are gut calls, but the only one I would possibly take a slight chance on is Allen Robinson. And once again, only in PPR formats, because at least he has a lot of catches. Um, He's had no less than four catches since week two, just to be specific. Uh, Benchwarmers, Blake Bortles has thrown two interceptions in every game so far. Once he stops doing that, he might be pretty decent. But until then, we got got problems. So that's Jacksonville. Damn. All right. Titans. They're not a whole lot more exciting either. Great. Yeah. Is anyone even going to watch this game? Probably not. Probably not. Well, not if anyone's not scoring over five fantasy points. Well, few are. Delaney Walker's got a chance, too. 
I'll tell you yeah. why. So Walker's really kind of become this, like, on one week, off the other. On one week, off the other. So he scored nine points, then 20, then five, then 14, then four, which means technically he should score double-digit points this week. And the Jackson Towers give up the second most points to tight ends. So this should actually be a really good week for Delaney Walker. My gut calls. Kendall Wright, who blew up and had an amazing game last week, scoring 20 points. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, and this was finally the kind of game we wanted to see to see what he's actually capable of. You know, and the other good news is that he doesn't, it doesn't really seem to matter whether it's Whitehurston or Locker in the game. He t- tends to have about the same completion, so, you know, that's good. But the bad news is he has scored four points or less in the three games before this game, which should give you a moment of pause. So my thing is if you're in a PPR league, you can look at Kendall Wright. Otherwise, I would say don't get too, too excited about last week's game. Same goes for Justin Hunter. If you're in a PPR league, then it's okay. He was in every single snap but two last week, and he had a touchdown. So Hunter also seems like a play – play better with Whitehurst. So I would take a look and see whether Locker's going to be in or Whitehurst. Just saying. Bench warmers, I've got Sean Green and Bishop Sankey. Again, you really shouldn't be playing them. You know this. And then the Tennessee Titans quarterbacks. And I say this because we're not sure who's going to be playing. Charlie Whitehurst was actually played pretty well when he's come in for the injured Jake Locker. Um, You know, Locker left the game in the second quarter. Whitehurst came in. Whitehurst scored 15 points. But Locker had scored 16 points in two quarters. So neither of them are a terrible start, per se. But Locker's X-rays came back negative. So we're not sure if Locker's going to play. I'm just nervous if you put him in, he's going to get benched again in the second quarter, and you're going to be angry. Or you're going to play Whitehurst. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he took a a serious hit. And I feel like, you know, it wasn't... It looked really bad, and it was scary. But I think he's good to go. Locker? Let's do it. Yeah, if he starts, yeah. you... You were going one direction, if, and then if, he if went he like this. If he starts, you start him. I don't think so. Yeah. You think I so? Think so? I don't think it's going to get injured again in the same spot. I mean, it was a freak hit because he ran and got you six points. You know? I mean, at least he got injured in style, you know? I think it's dicey. I would play Hoyer over Locker. I would play Hoyer yes. over Locker. Yes, Ashley. Personally, yeah. But Locker's Just not saying. bad. Okay. Not bad. Well, let's see who's bad on the Green Bay Packers 3-2 and two, and the Miami Dolphins 2-2. Two and two. Anybody? Uh, well, you know what? The Green Bay Packers last week were actually kind of so-so on fantasy points. Because they blew out the Vikings in the first quarter. Yeah, blow out. If you actually looked at it, Jordy Nelson caught one pass. <laughs> okay, you know, it went for a touchdown, but that happened. Aaron Rodgers only threw for 156 yards, also three touchdowns, but it was a very weird fantasy game. Don't look, listen, it was the most bizarre game on the planet. Um, and by the way, there is no quarterback controversy for the Vikings. You're wondering, poor Ponder. No, <laughs> so sad. Um, it was really, it was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. I'm still uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable talking about the Packers just because it brings up those memories. Um, either way, you start Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, and Aaron Rodgers every time. I am going to take a second to talk about Eddie Lacy because he had a bounce back game that we thought he would have, which is great. great. 105 rushing yards, two touchdowns, 21 receiving yards. I'm going to probably be laughed out of 
town, but I still think I'd borderline sell high on Eddie Lacy. I'm not quite sure he's going to go up with the Vi- against the Vikings every week. Sophomore slump. He I looked. Think he's gonna, he looked good though. Yeah, yeah. I think he'll do. I think he'll do okay this week too. I'm just saying, like I, he looked good in one game out of. I feel better about Lacey than I feel about LaShawn McCoy right now. That I agree with. Yeah, okay. I guess it depends on what it is. I just feel like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm probably being a little eh. He's averaging 60 total yards no, per McCoy game. No, McCoy sucks. I don't, I don't understand how you could even compare the two, Lacey and McCoy. No, McCoy's but awful. I'm saying like I would just drop him. He's one of those top backs. <laughs> so you're, you not you're not going to drop one of your – you're not going to drop a first-round draft pick. You're not no. going to do it. No, I'm saying tr- if you're looking is, to trade. My husband won't even drop, drop AP. He's, like, holding on just in, like, hopes that possibly – Yeah. Not. Well, he had his no, case I mean, today. I, I get that. Yeah. Uh, for somehow AP gets brought up, or the Vikings, in every single matchup and we've done today. It's we're not even exciting. there yet. <laughs> and it's going to be a short one, because I really have nothing to say about them. Um, uh, yeah, gut calls those Green Bay defense, you guys. Just put hey that out yo. there. We have them ranked number 11. They forced six sacks, two interceptions, and a fumble last week. Now, once again, they're not going up against Ponder, but they are going up against Tannehill, who gets sacked, and who isn't exactly, you know blowing our minds this season. So no. it's a nice matchup if you're streaming defenses. Bench warmers, Devontae Adams. Once again, I don't want to say I told you so, but I did say he would get his first touchdown of his career last week in Lambeau Field and do the Lambeau Leap, and he did. And that's all he did. But he, he did. did it. He did. So uh, that was kind of cool. So, yeah, that's it. Green Bay, you either start him or you don't. Fair enough. Yep. Dolph. Oh, and I love Mason Crosby. Yeah, who doesn't? He's really great. Have you seen that? He was my class in CU. Then again, I'm really great, too, so tough to say. Anyway. (laughs) um, My play, if you got him, Mike Wallace. So Wallace hurt his hamstring two weeks ago, uh, but the timing could not have been better because they entered right into their bye week, right? So this gave him time to actually heal. Hopefully he is completely healed. He was listed as questionable. um, he He is listed as questionable and was limited in practice on Wednesday. So keep your eye on him. The Packers have a pretty decent secondary, but I still think the Walls will be able to produce for you. My gut calls is Lamar Miller and Nershawn Moreno. Oh, what's going on? So, so Miller's been playing uh-huh. actually really well while Moreno's been out. Yeah. And technically Miller has always been the starter, but Moreno was playing so fantastic and outshining Miller that it was kind of like, well, should they even keep him as, you know, the actual starter? But both of these guys in the gut call for the pure reason that we have no idea who's actually get the most touches as Noshan Marino is expected to also be back this week. So in the past, Noshan has almost doubled Miller's touches, but Miller's been playing so well. So what are they gonna, actually going to do? This is risky, risky, risky. Um, but I will say maybe think about them in your flex because the Packers have allowed the six most points to running backs. So there is a possibility that both could actually have a good week. I, I'm just a little nervous for you to risk it in your starting running back position. Bench would be Brian Hartline. So Hartline actually also had two decent weeks, scoring eight points and then seven points um, before the Dolphins had their bye week. But I don't want you to be tempted by this because he is not a dynamic enough wide receiver to break free from the Packers' corners. It's just not going to happen. So keep him on your bench. Yep. 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 And thank God for nobody else is going against the awesome Detroit Lions, three and two, the Minnesota Vikings, two and three. 
I have to replace my Vikings back with the Detroit Lions from last year. They are once again my favorite. <laughs> Love them. Yeah, yeah. So, play if you got them, Lions defense. They were the ninth highest scoring defense last week. They're the third highest scoring defense overall. You do not bench these guys at all, especially when they're playing a team that gives up the fifth most fantasy points of defenses. Play so this them. could be play a big, them. big, big week for your defense. Yeah. Also play if you got him, Golden Tate. I'm just going to call him Golden for the sanity of this podcast this week. <laughs> but <laughs> Gold, Golden was the fifth highest scoring wide receiver last week, scoring 19 points of 134 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. As predicted, we had talked about Calvin Johnson's injury and that Golden would be the one to benefit from that, and he certainly has. He is now the top receiver on the team at the moment, and this week is going to be no different as the Vikings have a really weak secondary, and he should be able to pick them apart. I feel really good about Golden this week. Is Calvin Johnson on the bench? Like, did they say we're sitting him yet? They have not. Or are they still doing this meh? Meh. But he's on my bench, and I'll get to him. But first, cut calls. Oh, good. Matthew Stafford. So let's be honest, you're, you're probably going to play him because you probably didn't have a quarterback that's actually better to play this week. But I just want you to temper your expectations. He only scored 10 points last week and threw for only one touchdown and only 221 yards. This was the fewest of the season for him. And he doesn't have his safety net in Calvin Johnson at full strength. So the Vikings actually allow the 10th fewest points to quarterbacks. So I really wouldn't expect magic from him. And then I want to talk about Matt Prater because why wouldn't we? Prater. We called it. We're like... Lot, this is the best day for the Lions. Drunks need jobs too, people. They are looking so at you, excited. Broncos. Stupid, stupid. I don't know because I, I mean they said that they don't trust that he's going to be able to stick to the um, policies of the NFL. I even if I he's that, cool for three weeks, it's better than what they had, right? I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I don't know. It's it's a tough situation. For the Broncos. They had a lot to think about. Fabulous situation. (laughs) I know. Because if they would have gotten rid of McManus, then they would have lost a draft pick in in next year's draft. Something that they're factoring that in as well. And if 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 he did get drunk again, we'd be without a kicker late in the season. We're trying to make the playoffs, and then maybe we'd have to play Alex Henry. No, and that ain't gonna happen. No, that's not gonna fly mm-hmm. in Bronco Nation. See what I'm saying? Yeah, it's rough. It's so. rough. But the, then the point of it is that the Lions are ecstatic, right? Oh yeah, they're pumped. <laughs> they are <laughs> pumped because he was one of the best kickers Lottery. of the season Winning. last year, and all of they have had is kicking woes all year long. Yeah. So this, they like literally won the lottery right now. They could not be happier. My bench is Calvin Johnson. Plain and simple, he is hurt. He scored you zero points last week, one point the week before that. Um, I said last week they should bench him and let him heal. Clearly, people are not listening to me. I don't understand <laughs> why. I'm, what I'm is kidding. Going on? I'm kidding. But don't be surprised if the, if the Lions do actually make the right decision because after the game, they said they probably should have sat him. Um, he still has an ankle injury. So I'm saying bench him because he's clearly not healthy. Reggie Bush and Joyke Bell I also have on the bench. You know, here's kind of lay of the land. Bush is hurt, and he's day-to-day with an ankle injury. He missed practice on Wednesday. Um, and he's only really scoring you five points or less each week. So you shouldn't feel good about that. And yeah. Joyke Bell did make practice on Wednesday, but so did Theo Riddick, who could cut and do his playing time. And Bell scored 11, 7, 3, 3, and 0. He is going in the wrong direction. Altogether, not encouraging. Do not play the 
Lions backfield. Theoretic. Once Fabulous. again, so sorry, Casey Kasem, one of our favorite followers, who I know has a league with a Vereen Joyke Bell situation. It's so. awful. Nightmares. Nightmares of fantasy football Think of 2014. Well, you know what else is a nightmare? Minnesota Vikings. Play them if you got them. Nobody. Gut calls. Matt Asiata. So last week, he got you five points. Um, and we've all, all said throughout the whole show, you know, you have to temper your expectations for people. But five points isn't going to cut it. And they're facing Detroit this week. So <laughs> they're a lot tougher than Green Bay. I would say try to find a different option, people. Oh, Cordero Patterson. You're almost to the point where I'm going to stop talking about you and take you off the rankings because you are completely pointless. Um, so let's get Please into do. Yeah, yeah. We should make a Cordero Patterson stand right here and say we will no longer talk about you until you are fantasy relevant. Which, we did that with Johnny Football, and look what happened. I just... People love him, though. They love him. I don't get it. Cordero Patterson, yeah. yeah. Well, he's very talented, but... Okay. He's super talented, but he's not getting open. He plays for a tough team with a backup quarterback. Mm -hmm. Their top player is gone, is done. I mean, their kicker, Blair Walsh, who was great last year, isn't even worth talking about because they can't even get on the other half of the field. So, I mean, literally, it's just not good. Okay. But do you think Bridgewater is going to be so better? Here's the deal. I mean, they'd had that great right, game with right, him. Right. So Teddy Bridgewater, he's on my bench. Bridgewater says he's 100% oh. healthy. Well, that's <laughs> great. But his matchup is not good, guys. Detroit gives up the fewest fantasy points to quarterback. That is any yeah, quarterback, right. not just a backup, an injured one, a rookie, and one that has no weapons to throw the ball to. Okay, so it's just not, like, my scenario of, like, ooh, a sleeper. Like, no, it's no. It doesn't look good this week against Detroit. So, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, it might be better for Minnesota, but it's not better for your fantasy team. Moving on to what is good for your fantasy team, the Denver Broncos. And the New York Jets, one and four. Ashley. It was, like... A game of breaking records is what last week was. It was like 2013 all over again. It was fabulous. I know. I didn't have time to write all the records down. No. But I just want to say congrats, Peyton Manning, on breaking 500. You are what? Just a few away from breaking Favre's record? Just a few. How many ways he? I guess Favre was interviewed about it. Oh, was he? I know. People, they're seeing yeah. if he's going to want to like, like I don't have time for this. I'm farming. <laughs> right? In my Wranglers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you seen his male grooming commercial? <laughs> no. Yes. He has a male grooming commercial. It's so comical. You think it's a joke, like it's an SNL skit, but it's no. Real. It's real? Actually, it's real. he's like, yeah, I've been letting it all grow, because why not? But now I have this male grooming kit, and then it's him clean shaven, and then him grizzled. So those are the two things that you see next to each other. And it's like, oh. So he has that on top of his <laughs> Wranglers commercial with a little extra room yeah. in, in the... In the private area? Gotta make money. Interesting. Gotta make money. Well, Milk grooming. apparently he can't be bothered to show up for the breaking records, which I can understand. Like, he's not gonna follow him around to be there when he breaks them, because who knows when he'll break them. But, um, I don't I think... I this week. This this could be the week. <laughs> I think he's gonna get close. My money's on it. <laughs> I think... 
I think we know which week, yeah. actually. I agree with you. It, it's going to be close. It's going to be close. Um, but I can understand why he wouldn't want to fly out for this game, which was just going to be a blowout. But, you know, Peyton Manning obviously is um, just a must list them, actually. Just list Julius em. Thomas is a must start. Manuel yeah. Sanders is a must start. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll, I'll talk about Demarius Thomas. Another big congrats to him. Mr. Thomas, yeah, and a big way he came back, right? This was huge, not only for your fantasy team, but he needed this game for his confidence, right? He needed this game to not only prove to himself that he's back, but he also, more importantly, needed to prove it to Peyton that, hey, you can keep throwing me the ball. So this is huge. He had 34 points, top wide receiver last week, off 226 yards and two touchdowns. Um, and what's crazy is he actually got a 77-yard catch called back. He would have been over 300 yards if that had not been called back. And this was the play where Julius Thomas chop-blocked, which was an accident. Yeah. He's probably just going to get a fine. You know, Bruce Arians wants him pulled from the game. But it clearly was just a miscommunication between him and Ryan Clady. But is what it is. But Thomas would have been over 300 yards, which would have been bonanzas. But... Uh, congrats to you, buddy, for breaking the Broncos franchise single season, single game yardage record. Um, I got, my gut calls, Wes Walker. Also congrats to you. He is now has what the most yards of any white undrafted wide receiver or even player. Yeah. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. So he beat out Rod Smith on that one. So congrats to you on that. That's the only congrats you're going to get from me because, uh, you were not the bright, shiny toy we were hoping you were to be when you came back from your suspension. No. Literally, six points. Emmanuel Sanders is balling. I know. Six points in week three. Had a bye week. Five points last week. If you're in a PPR league, you're not hating him. But if you're in a standard league, you are hating him. Yeah. So that's really all there is on Wes. And then my other guy calls are any Broncos running back. I might be alone on this one, right? So Monte Ball went out with a growing injury. As far as how the robster depth chart goes, it's Ronnie Hillman. And C.J. Anderson and Juwan Thompson, technically. But I can see Fox literally playing all three of these guys very much in a committee situation, and there's absolutely no way for you to know which one of them will play well, if any of them will play well, because quite honestly, the Broncos' backfield has been dismal the last few games. I don't love it. I bet they wish they had no Sean Marino still on their roster. Right? I think they do. I thought that was one of the weirdest things that they did. I know, Bob because Ball was extremely right. unproven. Especially when they could have gotten him for cheaper. I was like, this makes no sense. Because nobody but. was getting him. They could have gotten him for dirt cheap. Ball was unproven. Yeah. We said this in the pre- in preseason that we're like, hey, temper your expectations on Ball because he is yet to show that he can carry the workload. Carry the ball. And be, and, <laughs> and be a solo back. You know, and, and here we are. We're not surprised. Just saying. Uh, my bench, yeah, and we don't know who his backup is. No, we don't. That's know the problem. It could be is. Hillman. It could be Anderson. Supposedly they're running other people to see if you know they want to add someone to the team. I wouldn't. You know. I would. St- I would stay away from all of them to be honest with you. Don't look to replace yeah, Monty Ball with another Broncos running back. Look somewhere else. Uh, Broncos defense. You also are not going to play them this week. The Jets do give up a lot of points to defenses. Yeah, you should totally play their defense. But the issue is that there's a lot of other good defenses <laughs> out there. So. You're right. The Jets are just so bad. They're so bad. I know. They're really bad. But if you could refrain from snorting, Brandon, that would be great. We're moving on to the Jets, and I know this is pretty comical, but... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Guys, 
you guys. The Jazz. It's the best team in the NFL. You guys, I, I, I just... When Geno Smith missed a meeting due to being in a movie theater, <laughs> yes, changes, or I don't know, I just, it was amazing. Oh, I, 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 I counted two hours behind instead of two hours ahead. Or hilarious, the best. I, it was. What um, movie was he seen? Do we know? That's what I was intrigued. I was like, I wonder what he's seen on game day. Well, supposedly, supposedly he forgot, and then now we found out it's Gone Girl. It's a very weird story. Which is allegedly... Doesn't make any sense. Do you see how they keep saying in the previews, best date movie of 2014? I really hope... And I'm like, has anybody read the book would know this is about a bad marriage? How is this a good date movie? And I would like to say, how is this a good pregame movie? Hmm? (laughs) Obviously, (laughs) I'm so beyond the Geno Smith situation it's not even about that they can't even get past the 50 yard line so it's not just him although it was just him in a movie theater or maybe he had friends i don't know but i'm disturbed by the whole thing the highest scoring offensive weapon last week on the jets was even worse than the jaguars it was chris ivory with point with four points 4.0 points 4.4 i'm sorry we rushed for 44 yards i i have to give him his 0.4 points because it's that tragic so, anyway, uh, no one's a must-play. I will put him in the gut calls because the Broncos give up the fourth most points to running backs. But other than that, you guys, Eric Decker. It's bad. I mean, it's a homecoming, so I usually like players on homecoming. I'm not saying, uh, he, you know, he you know, was out hurt again uh, last week. But if he can be healthy, I think he could have a decent game. But when is he ever going to get on Seriously? the field? When is he ever going to do what we're asking? And when he does, he's great. So anyway, I just I feel like it is what it is, and everyone else is on the bench. No fly zone. Do not touch. It's totally ugly. <laughs> and I and I may not see Gone Girl now because I'm so upset. <laughs> What's upsetting is that. The Broncos, everybody needs to realize that the Broncos might be benched uh, partway through the game if it's, oh, it's going to be a blowout. So just realize that, like, if your guy doesn't get points in the first half, he might not get points. So just just, yeah. just, yeah. Good point, just become aware. Baltimore Ravens 3-2, and two, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play him if you got him. Steve Smith Sr., okay, one bad game does not mean that you rush and drop the player or, or put him on your bench, okay? Agree. Stop freaking Stop out, it. Twitter. Stop it. It's triple S here, people, and he's real. Triple S, baby. It's triple S. He's going to be fine. He's having a great week against the Bucks. They give up a lot of points to wide receivers, people. I just, I'm going to stop talking about it. He's in. Move on. Justin Tucker, Tampa Bay gives up the 12th most fantasy points to running backs, and he's not a bad running back. No, he's not. I enjoy Forset. Which Forset. one? Forset. 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 Yeah, yeah. I, I actually really Me like. Too. Him. He he's he's kind of getting downplayed. He's, you know, I yeah. feel like, I feel like the Ravens are almost using him appropriately, where he's kind of the secret weapon. People kind of, you know, lose it. So I'm in, I'm into him. I, I'm playing him. Owen Daniels. I'm playing. I'm playing Baltimore's defense, people, because it's Tampa Bay. Playing him. Justin Tucker. <sighs> Tampa Bay gives up the 11th most fantasy points to kickers, and that's the stat. Who cares? It's, it's a kicker, right? 
but it's Justin Tucker. We're playing him too. Gut calls Joe Flacco. We have him ranked 16th. He's had a very up and down season thus far. Very up and down. Last week he had no touchdowns and one interception, ending the game with seven fantasy points. That's not good. But what is good is that they're going up against Tampa Bay. It's going to be the theme to this. Um, so, you know, if you're desperate, if you're like Alex Smith was your guy for some reason, or Drew Brees and your backup is uh, Derek Carr, uh, right. Joe Flacco yeah, is your guy. I'd be desperate. Um, and I also have Torrey Smith in gut calls, <laughs> bench warmers, you know, the rest of the running backs and – that's about it. Go Baltimore. Go Baltimore. I only got one play if you got him for the Bucks, and that's Vincent Jackson. They so only have one play if you got him, and it's Vincent Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mike Lennon might be there by the end Bam. of the season. Bam. Yeah. I saw this right yeah. on Ashley. You have him on the bench, and I disagree, but that's okay. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to oh, it. But spoilers. Um, Vincent Jackson. What is this, Gone Girl? So, yeah. <laughs> so we said he was going to get you 11 points last week, and we were wrong because he had two-point increases each week. He actually got you 14 last week. So, yeah. Best and that was all without a touchdown, <laughs> I would like to say. All without a touchdown. He caught eight passes for 44, 100, sorry, 144 yards. Amazing. And he and Mike Glennon have really good chemistry together. So he is thrilled that Glennon's yep. the one that is in. So feel really good about him. My gut calls is Doug Martin and Bobby Rainey. Committees are fantasy nightmare. And these two guys basically fall into it. Rainey's actually only in the field for 40% of the snaps. And Martin gets the majority of the touches. But Martin's not doing a whole lot with the touches. And the problem is that Rainey is actually more productive than Martin. But you aren't exactly sure who's going to get the ball near the goal line. It's just a mess. So stay away if you can. Bench, I do have Mike Glennon. Boo. So here's, he had a pretty decent week. He threw for 250 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, last week's game. Um, he was balling. Here's the reason he's on my bench, though, and I do think this is logical. Is there are other sleeper right. quarterbackers out there, like Brian Hoyer, who's only owned in 3% of the league, that I would pick up over Glennon? Boo. So if you're, a, I'm just saying, if you're a Josh McCown owner, I'm not saying you should necessarily handcuff yourself with Glennon if Brian Hoyer is out there. You know what? I think Glennon I is doing well, and I think that they're probably going to be a nice little quarterback controversy coming back. I think Glennon may actually win this outright. But you would honestly pick up Glennon over Hoyer? I'm playing Glennon in my undefeated league, thank you very much. And thank you, Mr. Glennon. You will not be on my bench. Brandon, would you play Glenn over Hoyer? Uh, who are they playing again? Uh, we're, we're talking about them. <laughs> oh, Baltimore. Baltimore. Baltimore's uh, defense is tough. I will give you tough. that. They're tough. Baltimore's defense is a little bit tougher. I, I think they're right in the same area. I also like uh, Austin Davis from St. Louis. There you go. St. Louis. I think there are a lot of sleepers. Because oh, yeah, the studs yeah. are kind of like, eh. Yeah, yeah, the studs are. That's my thing. There's the a lot of sleepers. Disappointing. Well, this is going to be the, the game of the week. San Diego Chargers 4-1 against the Oakland Raiders 0-4. Yeah, it's really a toss-up between this and the Broncos yep, and Jets. It's tough. Yeah, so they're going to have um, another huge blowout this week. This is, this is lovely. So the Chargers, uh, as a Bronco fan, I'm a little nervous. The Chargers can win in a variety of Love ways. Them. Yeah, yeah. And they are fantasy gold really they're just kind of getting it done um brandon oliver 
one of the pickups of the week. Huge this week. This guy is this adorable five foot eight. When you see him scuttle down the field, you're like, oh, you know, it looks like a video game, like, you know, like running around. He is rocking it. Rocking it. The Jets have the number one run defense in the league, and he rushed for 114 yards and a touchdown, and then tacked on another 68 yards receiving and another touchdown. It's crazy. So, um, yes, here's the deal. Danny Woodhead's out for the season, right? Donald Brown is out with a concussion. He has to go through the protocol. As of right now, it doesn't look like he's going to play. Ryan Matthews is out until probably week eight. But even when Ryan Matthews comes back, it seems like Brandon Oliver is going to take over the Danny Woodhead position. So I think he has fantasy value throughout the year. I'm not saying he's going to be stud muffin. Like, for me personally, I would rather pick up Andre Williams from the Giants because I feel like he's going to be the guy until Jennings comes back. Whereas Oliver, when Matthews comes back, it'll get a little hazy. But I still feel like he's a great pickup, really interesting player. Um, it's just, it's fun, it's fun to watch. So, uh, Philip Rivers is the man, but you know that if you've been listening to this podcast, so I have nothing else to say about that. And in case you missed it, Antonio Gates did prove he's back from his injuries. So yep. play Good all week. you want. And Keenan Allen. Dicey. His best game was against Jacksonville when he caught 10 passes for 135 yards. But isn't everyone's best game against Jacksonville? Yeah. He doesn't have another one of those. So I'm concerned and I, I don't think he's stud muffin territory, but he's a solid wide receiver, two or three, just like Malcolm Floyd and Eddie Royal. Both caught three passes apiece last week, um, but they outscored Keenan Allen because they had more yardage. So that's happening. Uh, bench warmers, I told you to drop Ladarius Green like months ago, but uh, if you still have him, start listening. <laughs> he caught one pass for eight yards. The week before that, he zeroed out. Clap on, people. Clap on. Uh, Oakland Raiders, new coach, same mess, no playing if he got him. Got calls just because we got to have one. I'm going to throw James Jones out there. He's clearly James James Jones. Jones. He's clearly the best player. Um, That's why I put him in got calls, but really don't play him. Try to find a different option. It's week six against San Diego who give up the second fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. So I just wanted somebody to talk about. Um, bench warmers. Oh, you know, everyone else. Derek Carr. We have him ranked 30th. And that's only because two teams are on by. Um, you know, my mother always, you know, our mother always <laughs> told us, like most mothers, if there's nothing nice to say, don't say it. But this is too much fun. I have to. So let's get into it. Uh, Carr is injured. Knee and ankle. That's fun. Carr has only two games over. 10 points, mm-hmm. and those were in week one and two, so it's done for him. Carr is the worst, in the worst offense in the NFL, I would say. Raiders, yeah, sure. Uh, Carr has a new coach, and this is his fifth game in the NFL, so he's a rookie with a new coach. It's uh, not a good equation. Carr is playing San Diego that gives up the fourth fewest points to quarterbacks, so that's not good, and I'm sure there are many more reasons why not to start Carr, but it's a 90-minute show, people. And the Carr thing is over but he's fun he's a nice boy nice boy he's a nice, nice guy, guy. Nice guy. A great, great guy on your bench thank you oakland that was good great times guy. good times chicago bears two and three the atlanta <laughs> falcons two and three great so the chicago bears is pretty much once again must plays for almost everyone especially against atlanta atlanta gives up the absolute most points to running back so you know you're playing matt forte who is back um, 
here's the deal. You're playing Jay Cutler, Alshon Jeffrey, Brandon Marshall, must starts every week. However, let's talk about Brandon Marshall. Last week he disappointed you with three catches for 44 yards, but don't worry. Trustman already said that Marshall needs to be targeted more, which, by the way, has never been said since he's been a teammate of Cutler. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? So look for a redemption game next yeah. week. Supposedly he's 100% healthy finally, so no problems. Martellus Bennett, though, I'm putting him in gut calls because even though he's a stud muffin, last week I told him he had a tough matchup. We still had him in must plays because he was so awesome. But then he only caught three passes for 17 yards. This is actually – this. Uh, they give up the second fewest points to tight ends, Atlanta. So um, – you probably have to play him, but once again, you know, this is just us saying you may not – if you have another option, this is the week to consider it. So uh, – but we love him the rest of the way. L- rest of the way. Don't get it twisted. Don't drop him. Don't do anything crazy. Just know what this is. And then Ben Tormers, you know, I wouldn't play their defense, but pretty much everyone else, go for it. Don't get it nice. twisted. I like that. <laughs> on to the Falcons you're playing Julio Jones come on you always are Matt Ryan yeah. so Ryan is not yeah. you know seem like he's been the standout that we were hoping for when you're watching these games you're kind of like uh. but he's actually the fourth highest scoring quarterback this year so I'm saying everyone's mediocre yeah I mean he scored 30 points and 23 then 19 and then 14 so it's not it's going in a downward direction but yeah this is still he's still the fourth highest scoring quarterback so you have to play him you have to I'm sorry yep. it's a must um got calls Roddy White and then I'm talking about Antone Smith he did it again last week he only had one carry for 2 yards but then he had three catches for 83 yards and a touchdown he scored you 14 points people Again, I, I don't know why the Falcons. I, know, I almost lost ranked their... him in the wide receivers. Seriously, almost, almost. The Falcons I have lost understand. their ever loving minds <laughs> that they're not giving this guy more playing time. They have lost it. Ah, Anton Smith. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't right get now. it. But this guy is fantasy flex gold. When you think of a flex position, yes. you need to think Anton Smith. He he and Fred Jackson is the man. The man. And literally, it could probably be scoring 20-some points for you if they actually gave him more than four snaps. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Get it together, yes. Falcons. Get it together. <sighs> On to Steven Jackson. So Jackson had 12 points last week, which was his second time that he has scored more than 10 points. But he only had 37 rushing yards. But he did find the end zone for the second time this year. Woo! I don't love him, but I never love him. And he didn't do well against the Bengals defense, and the Bears give up the 13th fewest points. So he's not my favorite this uh, week. We could probably do worse. And then on the bench is everybody else. You know, there's some people that we just purposely don't bench because we've been playing fantasy for a long time, and we know that they're going to screw you over. Steven Jackson, Ridley. Um, you know, we, we don't do it. Right, right. Yeah. We don't draft them. Oh, but if you classic. do draft them, shame on you, and now you are stuck. Play them. Play them. <laughs> yep. uh, Dallas Cowboys 4-1 and one, and Seattle Seahawks 3-1. and one. I hope you drafted these guys because we're playing them. Does Bryant 8? We're playing the we're whole playing matchup. We're playing the whole yeah. matchup. Matchup of the week. Um, All the way through. You know, Seattle's defense is not what they used to be. And the Cowboys no. defense is not what they used to be. Um, although they didn't have a great week last week, the Cowboys defense is looking better. Um, not not playing yeah. them this week against Seattle, 
in Seattle, but starting out there, keep an eye. Play him if you got him. Um, Cowboys, though, is Des Bryant. Yet another game in double digits and fourth Great game game. in a row with a touchdown Great, that catch. from Mr. Bryant. Did you see that catch, though? God. Brilliant. Nuts. He is, like, one of the only ones that really isn't disappointing us. I mean, he's not having huge numbers, but he's, like, you know, consistent. Hey, I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so we're going to play him. We're also going to play Terrence Williams. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Touchdown yeah. magnet. Yeah, he's a great wide receiver, three-year flex option. <laughs> double digits in the last two weeks, and he's had five touchdowns this year. So, okay. Awesome. Dan Bailey, the kicker. Gotta do it. My favorite. Yeah. He missed one and made the game interesting, but then he redeemed himself. He did redeem himself. He's had three games in double digits and a nine-point game, um, and there went over Houston last week. So I'm okay with it. I'm totally playing. And it was it. like the first kick he had missed. I want to say in like 30 attempts. Yeah, it was very unusual. Very, very unusual. unusual. Not not usual. It's fine. We're gonna play him. Gut calls Tony Romo. We have him ranked tenth, fourth game in a row in double digits, which isn't. That important for a quarterback because they should always be getting double digits. But hey, it's better than week one's performance where three interceptions and he gave you a whopping nine fantasy points. So for this reason, uh, Romo is so high in our rankings is that Seattle actually gives up the ninth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. And he is getting healthy. Healthier, I should say. He looks so much better. So much better. So I'm I'm kind of high on Romo this, this year or this week. I'm into it. There's um, something endearing about Romo, right? I don't, you can't. I, I like Romo. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, Even when I don't like Romo, I like Romo. I know it sucks. I like. I like hate to love him, and I do. Jason Witten, we have him ranked eleventh. He sucks, and I hate him. But <laughs> listen, we're in gut calls here, and the only reason is is that Seattle gives up the fourth most fantasy points to tight ends. They do. I just want to say out loud, his best game, he has 61 yards. He has yet to have a touchdown. He's not my favorite at all. I would bench him, but say la vie. And there's somebody you're like, why haven't you spoke about him? Well, sadly enough, I put him on my bench, Mr. DeMarco Murray, the best running back in the league. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. But listen. You're giving me crap about Glennon and your Benching DeMarco I know, I know. I'm benching the I best gr- running back. I agree back. with this I can't call, help though. you. I'm I sorry. can't help you. This is But crazy. nobody can run on Seattle. Nobody. The best running back against Seattle was Ryan Matthews, and he had just over five points. But he's barely a running back. Okay. We got talking about Eddie Lacy, Alfred Morris, and then there's one other person I can't think of off the top of my head who's actually really good, too. Monte Ball. Ball. But none of them are really good. Well, Alfred Morris is good. And you know what? Ball, Eddie Lacy, yeah. Ball should have done better. And Eddie Lacy, I think should have done better. DeMarco Murray will do better than all of them. Sure, he might get you seven points. And I'm just Put letting you flex. know that. I'm just letting you know that. That he's not going to be your all number right. running back. You know, he's not going to be number one running back this week in week six. So, yes, I mean, sure, you're playing him. But I'm letting you know he's benched. In the sense that he's not going to be getting you 18 points this week, people. Just just realize this is Seattle's defense, and if he scores you three points, don't be mad at me. Anyways, Seattle defense. Well, I have DeMarco Murray in almost all of my leagues, so you just... Sorry. Now I have to talk about Seattle. Thanks. Uh, Seattle Seahawks. 
Russell Wilson. Now, I've been saying since game one of preseason, this guy is a an every-down starter every week. He is one of the top – he is literally one of the top guys right behind Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, and that's where he should be. I know that he's not throwing for gaudy numbers, but have you seen this guy run? It's crazy, and he doesn't get hit, so it's like he's not going to get hurt. I don't know how he does it. It's magic, but I'm – I, I can say nothing else about it other than you must always start Russell Wilson, and it'll be very interesting where he goes next year in the draft. Um, and he's one of the very few people that hasn't disappointed. Same with Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch uh, has redefined beast mode, beast and we just need to all live in his world, yeah. okay? Whatever it is, I want some. And um, Maybe we can get some five passes. They keep talking about not resigning Marshawn Lynch, and I'm like, you're crazy town. You're crazy town, Seattle. Right. Well, the Broncos should call him. Immediately. immediately. Uh, yeah, so anyway, he caught five passes for 45 yards, too, so you can even play him in PPR formats and be fancy. Stop it. Percy Harvin had three touchdowns thrown back. Taken back. Brutal. Twitter was I, on a fire about I mean, it. I, thought t- I thought Percy Harvin owners were going to riot and actually burn down Twitter. They should have. Luckily, it's not a house. But if he had had that, Russell Wilson would have had a, a historic night as a fantasy quarterback as well. So we're not talking enough about that. But what I will say is you should buy low on Percy Harvin right now. In fact, I told someone to try to trade Cordero Patterson. Heck, yeah, Patterson. I'd take sure. that trade. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. So, But as it is, he only caught four passes for 27 yards. But you should have. <laughs> Like well, 30 points. It's more than Patterson. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, gut calls. I wouldn't touch anyone else on this team with a 10-foot pole. Those are the people you play, and then everyone else no-go. And then I'm going to say, maybe this will be reverse psychology, but Seattle defense has yet to score double-digit fantasy points, and they've only forced one interception on the season. So this is why you draft defenses in the second-to-last round and kickers in the last round, because you just don't know. Bam. Washington Redskins one and four against the Arizona Cardinals three and one. Could be interesting. Uh, Playing if you got him, Deshaun Jackson. Jackson's always a threat, you know, and certainly was last week. He was the second highest scoring wide receiver, scoring twenty one points. Hit one hundred and fifty seven yards off five catches, caught a touchdown. Deshaun is nice. dynamic. He is just. He's a force you reckon with on the field. You have to play him. It is what it is. He's a little honkle, but you have to. Kirk Cousins, I also have in my must-stars, which I find even I'm a little hard time saying it, but he was the ninth-highest scoring quarterback last week, which means he's a contender for a start this week, especially because the Cardinals actually give up the fifth-most points to opposing quarterbacks. And Courtney and I started him over Andy Dalton. Yeah. In other words, I started him over Andy Dalton, but I called her. To yes. Sure and you know fan. what? I was so sick of watching all of these things and being like, oh, see, see, he's not that good a critic. It's, he had one bad game. He had one bad game. He had Aaron Rodgers had a bad, bad, bad game. game. Are we going to, like, sit him? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, Rodgers are different than Kurt With Cousins. You. But yeah, you know what I mean. That, you know what yeah, I mean. The, hyperbole. Exactly. Right. But, I mean, he had the same points <laughs> as uh, Andrew Luck last week. So, yeah, you know. That's saying something. Elite I quarterbacks, got people. Elite. <laughs> elite. Yeah, luck is elite. I'm not going to say Cousins is elite, but that's like a crazy tier. We'll see. You know, PR Garçon is certainly hoping that Cousins becomes elite because it's a problem right now. Because Garçon's not I the problem. They have chemistry. 
He's talented. It's the fact he's just not being targeted all that much. He's only targeted three yeah. times in last week's game. Three. And he caught two of the passes for 23 yards. So it's just, you know, unfortunately, whenever there's this kind of like possible quarterback woes, controversy, all this kind of stuff, and generally the wide receivers kind of shoulder the brunt of that. And right now it's kind of fallen onto Pierre Garçon. My bench is right. Alfred Morris. Morris was completely unproductive last week, only rushing for 29 yards off 13 carries. Can you believe that? That is crazy. And the Cardinals allow the fifth fewest points to running backs, so this is just not a good week at all. And the biggest problem is that they do not target Morris as a receiver, so he's not even going to be able to remotely compensate for the fact that they're able to shut down the run. It's just going to be ugly for Alfred Morris. And then Redskins tight ends, they're not being thrown to enough. You can barely even name me a tight end on the team other than Niall Paul, and he's just not doing great anyway, so stop it. A lot of injuries. This is, a lot of injuries. This is just, not going to be a running game. This is not going to be a running weird, game no. because I, too, have Andre Johnson in gut calls. Um, he blew up last week after his bye. Congratulations. You looked fabulous. But this week against Washington, they are scary against the run, too. So if you have anybody better, please play them. If not, well, don't expect numbers like last week at all. Pull him if you got him. I'm going to put Michael Floyd there, although I played him, and I'm mad, too. But listen, he's a boomer bust player, and it's pretty on point. He had first week 12 points, second week 1.9, third week 11.4, fourth week 0.7. So this week... We're on for a boom kind of week, people, so. Boom. If they have a quarterback. It does, you know what, Brandon? Yeah. You hush your mouth. The Redskins' defense is actually a decent, though. is a pattern, regardless, okay? He's gone through a few. We don't need He's someone to throw the ball. He's a few quarterbacks. He's fine. He's good. I also have Arizona's I defense like is a, a good play this week. Um, we have him ranked 10th. Carson Palmer. Watch the injury report. Injury report. Injury report. Injury report. All right, so, yeah, all the moms and dads out there will uh-huh. totally know what I'm talking about, okay? So you just pipe her down there. Okay. Tim got it. Tim got it. My husband got it immediately. He's like, that's awesome. That's so funny. I was like, yeah, well, okay, I'll throw it in there. <laughs> for fun. We're not the coolest people, but, you know, we do. Um, so Palmer has been throwing this week without any setbacks, but the coaches want him to have a full day of practice. So... The real kicker is, if he gets hit on Sunday, will he be able to continue to play? That's what I'm worried about. A shoulder is an issue, right? Because, like, you fall on it and, like, you throw with it. So it's not my favorite injury to be having for a quarterback. But before he got injured, he did put up 21 fantasy points in week one with over 300 yards and, and two touchdowns. So Against San Diego, who we found out is, is a, a good team. team. A good defense. So, to be honest, even if he yeah. doesn't play the whole game, he might be able to get you more points than other people will be able to. So, in the scene that Washington gives up the most fantasy points to quarterbacks, um, I'm into it. I don't well, – whoever the coach decides to play, it might be the sleeper. So, I'm in I'm, – I'm good. I'm going. Bench warmers, Larry Fitzgerald. Wow. John Brown, too. I'm going to put him on the bench as well. Larry has yet to break six fantasy points. Yep, sad. It's the truth. Brown has had one game in double digits and three touchdowns this year, but, you know, both are inconsistent, and it's just not my favorite. I mean, they could get you seven points. They could also get you one point, so bench them. Bench them. New York Giants, three and two to Philadelphia. Eagles, Philadelphia. I'll try that again. Eagles, four and one. 
Uh, <laughs> I was going to let it roll, then I was like, maybe I should correct myself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> blame if you got him, what? What? Eli Manning ranked seventh on her fantasy football. Yes, he is, you guys. He has much to prove. Dude, I just do stats. Yeah, you just do stats. I don't have a bias. That's why I said when I ranked Eli low last year, it wasn't because I had a bias. It's because I was doing math. That's what it is, people. <laughs> what it is. A little bit of a bias. And I respect that. Math. Math. Math, math is not a bias. It's fact. Fact. Week one was bad, but he's not that bad anymore. It's a great matchup against the no. Eagles, who give up the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Now that Beckham Jr.'s in, I mean, he's got lots of weapons. Lots of weapons. Andre Williams, welcome to the game, my friends. Yeah. Pick up of the Pick week. Pick up of the week. He's had double digits in the last two games regardless, and I love him. They loved him this preseason. He's done great. My husband says he was fantastic at Boston College. I don't know. I don't watch college football. But you know what? Coughlin loves him, we too. Have time. And he feels confident, and he, you know, wants to give him the ball. So must start. Pick him up and play him. Victor. Until it fumbles, I'm all in. Yeah, right. <laughs> they have nobody else. We're cool. It's good. You guys to play him. Victor Cruz, only start him as a wide receiver three or flex. This matchup is the best it can be, but we're talking about Victor Cruz here. It's upsetting. It's yeah. really upsetting. Um, so please don't let us down like you did last week. Thank you. I also have Larry Donald in play him if you got him. I know he screwed us all over last week, but it's going to get better, guys. He's great. He's awesome. It's going to yeah. blow up, so it's fine. Got calls. I've got Ruben Randall. Um, he had a rough game last week. You have to be desperate to play him. Um, he's dropping balls. He's missing routes. It's just it's crazy. But they're bad against wide receivers. So if you need him, Odell Buckham Jr., he's in the play too, guys. He had 44 yards and a touchdown. I'm okay with him. Pick him up. Pick him up. If he's still available, pick him up. Uh, then that's it. I'm done with the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> well... I wish I was done with the Eagles because they are ah. vexing me. Really tough, guys. Really tough. So Jeremy Macklin, though, does continue to be awesome. So yeah. you have to play him. He's probable with a hamstring, but he'll play. Last week he caught five passes with 76 yards and a touchdown, which is a fantastic week. So go for it. Philadelphia defense. You know an Eli implosion is on the brink, and it could be in Philadelphia this week. And all I'm saying is that Philadelphia has had over 20 fantasy f- points for two weeks in a row, okay? They are going crazy town with turnovers. So I'm a rookie running back plus Eli. It's a big maybe, but... We could see week one for the Giants all over again. I'm right. You're right. You're right. Putting it out there, which is a good thing because no one else in Philadelphia seems to have any sort of fantasy implications that are positive. Um, McCoy, well, you know what? He had 81 yards on the ground last week, but he also lost a fumble. And he's just a far cry from the number one draft pick that you picked. Sorry. It just, no one could predict that. It's a complete bizarre implosion. And until we see something different, it is what it is. And the gut calls as well as Nick Foles. He just keeps getting beat up. Last week he threw for 207 yards and two touchdowns, but then also an interception. Um, and we told you not to start these guys against St. Louis because St. Louis defense, pretty darn good. So it is what it is. Um, this week the Giants do give up the ninth most fantasy points to running backs. So if you are going to play McCoy, if you're going to have, give him one last big hurrah, this is the week. This is, I'm putting Darren Sproles on the bench, but you might get some production from him if you're in a really tight 
pinch. Uh, do not start Zach Ertz, however, as Giants give up the second fewest points to tight ends, and he hasn't been very good anyway. And I'd still keep Riley Cooper on the bench, even though, you know, last week he did catch four passes for 33 yards and a touchdown. Um, but other than that, he's been pretty shoddy. So uh, that's, that's pretty much what I'm doing until they restructure their offensive line. Thanks for being a complete disappointment, Philadelphia. Let's move on to the San Francisco 49ers, 3-2 and two against the St. Louis Rams, 1-3. and three. Manna football. So I, I don't know why I told my husband I like had a, a brain fart about this write-up because I just feel really bad for some reason about San Francisco this week. I just feel like they have had weird things going on. St. Louis is feisty. I, I don't know. Um, but anyway, you do want to play, if, play him if you got him, Frank Gore. He's a great running back, too. He's come back. They've realized now that they have to run the ball if they want to win games. Last week, he ran for 107 yards. You don't bench people that run for over 100 yards. That's your new rule. Um, <laughs> gut calls. Kaepernick. I don't love Kaepernick. He didn't have a great game last week, either. He completed 14 of 26 passes. Um, there's a lot of turmoil. John- Jim Harbaugh may or may not be coaching there next year. I don't know. The whole thing is a little, like, weird. He's averaging 222 passing yards per game and 41 rushing yards per game. That's okay, but it's so, so I, I don't know. Um, but he is in the gut calls, so, you know, you can play him. Michael Crabtree concerns me. He hurt his foot, again, the one that he got re- redone twice in 2009. Um, he caught one pass for 16 yards. The week before, he caught five passes for 43 yards. It's looking rough. But if you are in a PPR league, Anquan Bolden is a decent option if you need to fill in, if you're waiting to see if Crabtree is going to be playing. Seems like he's probable, but still. Um, he's averaging five catches and 60 yards. That's 11 points in a PPR league. Could do worse for Absolutely. Philly. And uh, on the bench, I'm still putting Stevie Johnson there because he's big play dependent. He only caught one pass in the last two weeks, but both passes went for touchdowns and were highlight reel material. So I understand the, like, thought of starting him but it's um and then Brandon Lloyd was a you know that's just a fluke deal um but that's the whole thing with San Francisco this year it feels like it's all fluky which is why it's really difficult to analyze other than Frank Gore should always be getting the ball right which is my motto yep who should also always be getting the ball is Brian (laughs) Quick on the Rams sign me up right yep so I am loving him right now. His production has been great. He had 9.7 points, 12 points, then a bye week, and then 20 points last week. Huge, huge game. He is loving Austin Davis, the new quarterback. Davis is targeting him a lot. He feels comfortable with him. Yes. He's a must-start for you this week. Austin Davis, I have him in my gut call section, and I want to explain why. So I might move him up. He had 21 points in third week and then they had a bye week right and then he had 26 points last week now granny played the cowboys and the eagles so he's only in my gut call section because i want to see how he does against the niners who give up the seventh fewest points to quarterback so that's why he's in the gut call section here but if he does well against the niners then this guy could i mean literally he threw for almost 400 yards last week it's crazy he's the third highest scoring quarterback this guy deserves a thought but because against the niners he's in the gut call if he proves it to you this week Pick him up. Uh, Kenny Britt is someone else you should maybe consider if you're having some quarterback injury woes. This is a name we have not brought up in a very long time, but he's actually developed a nice rapport with Davis. He had six points two weeks ago and then 12 points last week. Um, so he's not a terrible option if you're in if you're in a you know pitch. 
My bench, Jared Cook, because Cook should always be benched. He's just not getting targeted enough. He only had four <laughs> passes for 44 yards. So you can't, you can't even really consider him. Bam. Ashley, get it done. Thank you very much. So the model of the game, people, is, is if you get 10 points out of a player, be happy, not sad. Be happy. That's how the 2014 oh, season yeah. is going. Make sure you take out the Chiefs and the Saints out of your lineups, guys. We're into week six. It's going to be a great fantasy time. Enjoy yourselves. Make sure to hop over to HerFantasyFootball.com and on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. Always check us out on ESPNW. We love doing our job. And on Facebook backslash HerFantasyFootball. Until next week, no more faking it. <laughs>